introduce myself. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all done came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. read about the breakfast club really? every morning That's good. you guys are trending every uh, you know i drag my ass out of bed i'm like uh what happened on the breakfast club today get, get your ass good morning usa yo 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 good morning angela good morning dj and how's your voice charlamagne you said what? I don't know. You all right? Over there? Yeah, my voice is fine. What's right. happening? What up, Charlemagne? Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Good morning. That's right. That fake, uh, that fake warm weather. Okay. Yesterday was the first day of spring, but I still can't tell where we at up here in New York City. Damn it. I, it was beautiful, and um, I was in Baltimore uh, during the week. It was like 70-something degrees. The sun was I was sweating. I Lord, was like, this mercy. is amazing. Yeah, it's that fake warm weather. It's that weather. Uh, it's that pneumonia weather. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't even know if it's really that pneumonia weather. I just no, used to hear old people say that. Weather. I used to hear old people say that when I was young. Mm-hmm. So I say it now. You know what I mean? When it's, mm-hmm. when it's that, when it's, you don't really know if it's warm, so you leave the house not quite dressed right. Correct. You know, so it's still chilly out. That's when that pneumonia gets in your ass. So the old people say. So I say it now. All right. How was everybody's weekend? I know you had a, a, an event in Detroit, right? Well, yeah. First, I was in Baltimore at Coppin State University. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. And um, I went to this restaurant called Black Swan, this black-owned restaurant that just opened a few months ago. It was really, really amazing. Loved it. And then I went to Detroit, and I had my one-year anniversary for my store, Private Label Extensions, and we had a wholesale day. So I was all over the place, and I went to Central... Uh, kitchen there where I always go when I'm in Detroit because they sell my coffee there too. So, shout out to them. All right, now Charlemagne, you a cheer dad this weekend? Yes, sir. You know my life. Okay, salute to Providence, Rhode Island. I was in Providence, Rhode Island for my uh, daughter's cheerleading competition. Drop on the clues bombs in Providence, Rhode Island. Nice city, man. That's where my brother went to college. Really? Went to, um, Brown University. I like the energy in Providence, Rhode Island. Nice, peaceful. Well, at least I'm not gonna sit here and say it's peaceful. I'm, where I was at was peaceful. I don't okay. know if it's peaceful or not. It's very I have artsy. no idea. It is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ate at this spot called uh, Ken. Salute to Ken, man. Dropping the clues bombs for Ken. Julia is the owner of uh, Ken. I love her story. She uh, She's one of those individuals who got laid off during COVID mm-hmm. and got tired of getting laid off. Found a way. So she decided to, you know, be an entrepreneur. She opened up this uh, soul food spot called Ken. And her, her, her mother, uh, her great-grandmother is from South Carolina. And her name was Julie. And it's black-owned. So that's why I decided to go eat there. Okay. And I enjoyed it. Thoroughly. Yes. Well, let's get the show cracking, man. Yeah. Front page news, what we talking about? Oh, well, Dr. Fauci, let's see what he's saying about COVID. Y'all were saying you haven't been hearing about it too much. We, but all, we don't care about you, Fauci. But we'll tell you what it's he has to say. It's almost spring, Fauci. We're not listening to you. He's definitely not about to listen to Dr. And he Fauci. he might be right. about to retire. He needs to. All right. Retire the hand from you, sir. We'll get into all that when okay. we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast What's Club. What's happening? Let's get into some front page news. Now, over the weekend, we got to congratulate LeBron. He uh, is now number two on the all-time scoring list on the, in the NBA. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Diving LeBron, and there it is. There it is. The kid from Akron. 
friend, LeBron James, has come into the nation's capital and has passed the mailman, Carl Malone, and is now number two all-time in scoring in the history of the NBA. Well, congratulations to LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big deal. All right, what else we got, Easy? All right, well, Dr. Fauci is saying that these COVID cases will likely increase soon. He said not necessarily hospitalizations, but he's paying attention to what's going on in the UK, which is seeing a blip in cases. Here is what Dr. Fauci had to say. Well, right now we continue to come down in a steady decrement of cases, hospitalizations and deaths. There's no doubt about that. However, what we're seeing in Europe and particularly in the UK, they are starting to see a reversal and a resurgence of cases. So even though our cases are continuing to come down, that we might well see an increase in cases. Hopefully that's not translated into an increase in hospitalization and severe. Well, he also said it's not clear how long immunity from prior infections will last. And he urged Americans who haven't yet gotten their first booster, which is like your third shot of Pfizer or Moderna, to go ahead and get that booster. Now, he also appeared to... um, Dismiss plans for retirement because people were saying that he was planning to retire and there was some buzz about that when he said on ABC Start Here podcast, he said, I have said that I would stay in what I'm doing until we get out of the pandemic phase and I think we might be there already. But now he's saying he's not so sure. He said, I want to make sure we're really out of this before I really seriously consider doing anything different. We're still in this. We have a way to go. Hey man, nobody want to hear from Fauci right now. Okay, Fauci like the groundhog. Okay, when the ground when the ground groundhog don't see his shadow, what that mean? When it continues, right? Yeah, yes. is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We don't want to hear from him. He's like he's like the groundhog right now. Okay, whether he see it, I, we just don't want to see you, Doctor Fauci. Spring about to start. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Don't feel like it. And why? And when <laughs> why, when will they announce? Just look. At some point, you're gonna have to get an annual COVID shot. Mm-hmm. Like that just makes more logical sense than keep telling people to get four shots and five shots and six shots. Just at some point, just say, hey, look, man, um, you know, we don't know how long the vaccine lasts. So you're probably going to have to get annual COVID shots it's, like you get flu shots. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that make shots. more logical sense? Two shots a year or whatever it is. Yep. I believe they're still trying to develop something that will be uh, that will be effective against all the different variants. Because right now they try to develop these shots based on the variants. And variants keep mm. changing. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, three people were wounded on a Miami Beach street crowded with spring breakers. And uh, this happened early Sunday. They said that gunfire broke out about 12, 15 a.m. on Ocean Drive. There's a video on social media that shows the police driving down the crowded street, the sirens and lights flashing, and then four shots rang out. So thousands of college students, students and other young people are there for spring break already. That's on the strip, right? Mm-hmm. Ocean. Yeah, that, and the crazy part about it, I think they just opened that back up maybe a month ago or two months ago because it was closed for a minute. Yeah, because things had gotten a little crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't they shoot the area this time of year, though? Isn't it always a shooting? No. It does seem like a shooting, <laughs> but they closed about? it down so there's no more uh, car driving down there. You can only walk no. down there. It was more police uh, presence, but I guess they opened it back up. I'm just shocked it's a headline. I feel like I always hear about shootings every time it's... And then four people were wounded in a shooting in Austin, Texas. And this is right by where all the South by Southwest festivities were happening. So the Austin Police Department had told people to stay away from that area at around 2.50 a.m. It was several bars. And, you know, they did tweet that a suspect was in custody. And that was shortly before 5 a.m. that they found that person. And one person was killed and 28 wounded, including children, in a shooting at a, a car show in Arkansas. So police did identify the person killed as 23-year-old Cameron Schaefer of Jacksonville, Arkansas. They said there was no indication that he was involved in the act of shooting itself. So 
uh, state police had said that there were 24 people wounded in the incident. Well, happy Monday, guys. Mm-mm. All right. What a way to start the week off. I know, guys. Sorry. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a great weekend and you want to tell everybody. Maybe you had a bad weekend. It doesn't matter. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yes, good morning. This is Ryan from Fly Arts and Brushes. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, what's happening? Fly Arts and Brushes, what's happening? Hey, how you guys doing, Breakfast Club? Blessed, blessed black today. and highly favored. Right, right. You know, so I, I want to acknowledge that, um, you know, today would have been uh, Biggie's 50th birthday had, yeah. he had, had he survived, you know? Yep. I thought Biggie's birthday was in May. Yeah. Nice. Today, you know, so to celebrate, we did I don't uh, know about that yeah, one, guys. I, how, 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 how do y'all New Yorkers be mad? It's May 21st. It's May 21st. Shut up. It's today. No, it's May. All right, man. I'm not arguing with you about this. It, it is. What, all right. You know what, Charlamagne? You could be right this one time. But anyway, <laughs> check out our... our. This is just so silly. And Envy was ready to re- ready to ride with it for no reason. And we ain't we not editing that. I want people to know how un-New York you are. You are so Queens, okay? I am so Queens. And yeah, you from Brooklyn. You supposed to correct that on the spot. I didn't All right. Say Biggie's born day is May twenty first, and he died on March 9th. You supposed to know that. Hello. Good morning. Who's this? Hey. Good morning. This is uh, Marvin, Colorado. Hey. Get it off your chest. Hey. I just wanted to talk about this whole uh, war in Ukraine. This is. It's crazy. Putin has NATO and the U.S. in a bad spot right now because I don't see this ending in a good way. Bro, we already in World War Three, bro. It's already not good, even if it ended now. It, we yeah. in World War Three right now. Ukraine can push back Russia, but at the end of the day, Russia still got nukes, and if Russia wants to do something, they can just drop it on Ukraine, put the ball in NATO's court. That's right. Uh, it's already in uh, Ukraine, so it's like... What's NATO going to do? Uh, brother, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. I think but it's I a shame when you see all the uh, civilians' uh, homes getting bombed and the hospitals and the, the kids, kids dying. dying. Yeah, it is. And the crazy part is America so America intelligence is already saying they think Russia's going to lean into more, lean into the nuclear threat as the invasion drags on. So it's almost like it's just, I hate I hate to use this term, but it's like a sitting time bomb. You just It's, it's inevitable. And it's like, what do you do? You just wait for them to do it? Yeah. Because you don't want to strike first because you don't want to be the person that allegedly sets off World War Three. World War Three set already. But they were saying even when they when, if, if they do fire the missiles, we won't know really until the missile actually hits if it has a nuclear uh, warhead on it or nothing, which wow. is crazy. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. My name is Nick. How y'all doing, man? What's hey, up, Nick? Nick? Get it off your chest. Hey, Nick. All right. I just want to, hey, I just want to give positive vibes this morning, tell everybody it's a great day. You know, I got up with my kids this morning, about to sit them on the bus to school. I'm going to start my job in about an hour here. Everybody have a blessed day. God is great. Okay. You too, now. Won't he Bless do it? Bless brother. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, Butterscotch Butt Envy. Big chocolate to toast, sucker. How are we feeling today, Butterscotch Butt Envy. <laughs> Damn, you can only say that if you've had a taste. 
That's it. So listen, That's two very descriptive. Uh, can you be quiet a minute there, half a brain, Charlemagne? <laughs> two quick things. Uh, a shout-out to the Scorpion Restaurant and Foxwoods Hotel Casino. We had a great time there. And two, let's say God bless the people of Ukraine, right? I can't stand this guy, Putin. So, MB, I need you to put a hot beat behind my Putin song, right? It goes, Putin, Putin, we hate oh, you. God. You're worse than coronavirus times two. And the only thing that stinks worse, is worse than you is when Charlemagne passed gas yes, around two. I wouldn't even compare Putin to coronavirus. Because Putin let off one of them nuclear warheads. You'd be begging for coronavirus. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's your boy Joe from New Haven, Connecticut. Hey, Joe. What up, Joe? Get it off your chest. Hey, listen, I just want to tell you, you know, good morning, DJ MV, Angela, Charlemagne. Um, I just want to let y'all know why I'm blessed this morning and why God is great. Go ahead, brother. Well, number one, you know, I'm on dialysis. I'm legally blind. I just had surgery done, so only thing I got left on my hands is my thumbs. And my right side of my toes is all cut off. Damn. And... What I think of why I'm blessed because it can always be worse than what it is. God give me the strength every morning to to keep pushing, and you know I have a son, a 16 year old son, and and I, and I strive for him. You know, even though I, he sees me the predicament that I'm in, I still want him to know that you know I'm a strong person and keep it moving. And God is good. God is great. That's right. And I just and I just want to let people know out there that you know it is always could be worse than what it is. Hey, man, I'm sending you all the healing energy Absolutely, in the world, brother. and I love your outlook on, on life, brother. You know, listen, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't know what i do. I pray to God every morning, every night, and, you know, I wake up like ain't nothing wrong. Him him or her. God it is just God. Even, it, 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 it doesn't even matter. That's to me. right. All right, brother. You know, and um, listen, and I also want to say, Charlemagne, I wish that I could sit here and say send some books, but I go to the audio books. So if you have anything around the office you want to, you know, send away, because I know that office getting crowded, you know, you definitely send it off. Um, I got you. What you want? I got all kind of stuff in here. Hey, listen, anything, coffee mugs, whatever, you know, uh, it, it, whatever whatever you feel like, I'm, you know, that you need to clean up that room, I, I, have, I have no problem helping you guys out. Uh, DJ Envy, name your car show, whatever you want to name it. And, um, <laughs> and Angela, I just want to know... Your coffee. Mm -hmm. Do you sell them in K cups? No, it's only um, the actual beans, or you can get it ground. Okay, okay. But like I just said, I just want to say God bless y'all this morning, and I hope you have a good morning and find some cheap gas. All right, hold on, all right. Good so luck with the cheap gas. <laughs> yes, thank you. I will. I hold on. Get it off your chest. He's on line nine. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Kanye. He was pulled from the 2022 Grammys performance lineup, and we'll tell you how Trevor Noah has reacted because he's hosting. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right, well, the 64th annual Grammy Awards are happening April 3rd in Vegas at the MGM Grand, and Kanye was supposed to perform, but he has been pulled from the lineup. Now, Grammy organizers have not responded to outlets' requests for comment, but they said that it's because of his recent social media activity. Trevor Noah is hosting the awards, and some people said it was because of him, and he said on Twitter, I said, Council Kanye, 
not cancel Kanye. If you remember, they had a bit of a back and forth because of some things that Trevor Noah said about Kanye, uh, about how Kim Kardashian is one of the richest women in the world and she's unable to get her ex to stop texting her, to stop chasing after her, to stop harassing her. And he said it's terrifying to watch what she's going through. Well, Trevor said what he said, and what he said was correct. And, you know, Kanye has been running around here saying and doing what he wants, and he cannot tell people how to react to that. If the Grammys don't want him to perform, then guess what? He earned that. Now, they're saying that uh, it's not a surprise to Kanye's team. They were not surprised by that decision at all. And also, don't you think uh, Kanye and his team are using this for attention? Because he wasn't even announced as a Grammy performer. Nobody would have known he wasn't performing if he didn't say something. And I don't think it was smart to release that information because it's probably going to lead to other people, you know, doing the same thing. They didn't even announce Kanye as a Grammy performer yet. I think the game announced he was he was taking off, right? Wasn't it the game? Yeah, but I'm saying the Grammys never Mm -mm. announced he was performing. Mm -mm. So why even put that information out there? Nobody would even have known that if y'all didn't put that out there. All right. Well, he also has five nominations for this year's ceremony, including Best Rap Album and Album of the Year for Donda. But you got to understand the Grammys. They just don't want no problems. Especially with Trevor, uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor Noah up of uh, hosting, they don't want no problems. I don't even think it's about Trevor. I think they just don't want, they don't trust Kanye on a live stage. And I get <laughs> it. No, I get it. No telling, I completely there's understand. There's no telling what Kanye might say on a live stage. He might, you know, who, who knows? Who knows what Kanye will say at this point? On and the I live completely stage. understand. All right. Well, Trevor Noah had also posted, "Don't ever forget the biggest trick racists ever played on black people was teaching us to strip each other of our blackness whenever we disagree." I don't care if you support Trump, and I don't care if you roast Pete. I do, however, care when I see you on a path that's dangerously close to peril and pain. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. Everybody says Kanye was using a racial slur towards Trevor. I don't think he was using a racial slur. I just what? don't think Kanye can spell. I think he was trying to spell out "Kumbaya, my lord, Kumbaya." And he spelled, he put it no. coon. I'm telling you, no, no. I don't think he even meant it no. as a racial slur, you no. know. I just don't think he can spell. No, no. I'm telling you, because kumbaya I, means what? Peace, right? Yeah, it's yeah. A song. Yeah, I think he was, I really think no. he meant to type out kumbaya. Instead of coon. He, he spelt it coon. It's kumbaya, not right. coon. Now, the game so. has defended yes, Kanye after the Grammys so. have pulled him as a performer. He said, when will all the black entertainers, athletes, actors, producers, writers, directors, media, etc., figure it out? Time and time again, they show us that they only want to steal the culture, not allow you to ever be their equals, and a more than obvious move for reasons of minuscule actions. The Grammys have at the last minute decided to pull Kanye from performing on the show as if we didn't know it was coming. Could be because Trevor Noah is hosting and there was a conversation held amongst his team and the academy that led to the decision or because Jay's account was suspended just days ago for reasons unknown, especially in a world where all the negativities of the world can be found on the same app with no repercussions or suspensions. This has nothing to do with race. What Game is saying is right, right? But it's nuance to it. Like, this has nothing to do with race in the case of Kanye. At what point do we as grown men hold each other accountable? our behavior what Kanye has been doing is wrong if y'all love that man tell him relax get it together before he actually loses something that's you know jeopardizes his livelihood there's a lot of people that's been saying he's wrong you mean the people on his team yes people close hey, to no, him no, no, don't blame the don't call the Grammys I mean listen we know the Grammys are notoriously uh, racially biased but come on this isn't one of those times all right, now Maury Povich has announced he's retiring after 31 seasons of Maury. This show Maury, originally premiered Maury, in 1991 Maury. called The Maury Povich Show, and we all know it's famous for those paternity tests. But news broke that it's not coming back, and so it'll complete its run of original episodes in September of this year, and then it will not return for another season. Mm-hmm. Now, reps from NBC Universal confirmed the news to today via email, and they shared a statement. 
from Maury. Six years ago when I was ready to retire, my NBC Universal family asked me to continue the show, even though I told them I was ready for assisted living out of loyalty to NBC Universal <laughs> and my more than 100 staff and crew members, Tracy Wilson and I agreed to one more deal. I'm so proud of my relationship of, with NBC Universal and all those who worked on the Maury show, but as I occasionally tell my guests on Maury, enough already. Oh, Maury been around for 30 years. Maury ain't missing no meals. Okay. Yeah. He'll be A-OK. He'll be A-OK. And I'm sure he's ready. As he said, he's over it. He's ready to retire. So he had a really great run. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Kanye never ceases to amaze me, though. He just doesn't. How'd you get back to Kanye? I just was thinking about it. Because this is what they do. They conflate two issues, right? Yes, the Grammys are notoriously racist, mm-hmm. racially biased, right? But what But what that got to do with how Kanye's been acting? Nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm Nothing saying? At all. Like it's so. It's something that we've been saying. They for a do long it all here. the time. They conflate two issues, and it it it's, it psychologically tricks people. You know what I mean? To make it seem like Kanye's the victim, and he's being done wrong, and nobody ever holds him accountable for his actions. When the reality is, no, he earned this. All right. Well, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and let's talk about China providing money and humanitarian aid to Ukraine. We'll tell you about that. All right. We'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I teamed up with Zyrtec for this allergy relief message. Springtime brings vibrancy to the air and pollen. So I take Zyrtec when allergy symptoms start. Save the tissues and live vibrantly with Zyrtec. Starts working at hour one and stays strong day after day. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. All right. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? All right. Well, China is providing some more humanitarian aid to Ukraine based on the development of the situation and actual needs. They're providing another $1.57 million to Ukraine. Now, Joe Biden had a two-hour call Friday morning with the president of China, and they said that supporting Russia's invasion of Ukraine would have severe consequences for Beijing, according to White House officials. Here is White House Secretary Jen Psaki explaining what happened. Uh, the president spent the vast majority of the nearly two hours was spent with the president outlining the views of the United States and our allies and partners on this crisis, including a detailed overview of efforts to prevent and then respond to the invasion, how we got here, steps we've taken, where, where we've gone and why. Um, uh, he also uh, conveyed uh, and, and described the implications and consequences if China provides material support to Russia. But again, I'm not going to provide any additional assessment. Why doesn't the president of China just uh, pick up the phone and call Putin and tell Putin, if you don't stop this, then our alliance is off? Uh, I don't think that they necessarily are condemning what's happening with Putin and Russia. Mm. I mean, if they gave aid to Ukraine, that kind of shows that they're on the side of Ukraine, right? They're saying they hope that things can solve the crux of the Ukraine crisis, but they still will not go against Vladimir Putin and China and the uh, United States have been having really tense relationships in the past few months. And China and Russia have a great relationship with each other. It's uh, China is Russia's top trade partner. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So why doesn't the president of China just pick up the phone and tell Putin, you know, knock it off? That's what the United States was hoping could happen. But I don't understand any of this. Like, none of this makes any sense to me. Because you can't tell me that you're on my side, but you're giving, uh, you know, 
money to my op. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, I don't get it. All of it doesn't make sense. I don't now, understand geopolitical politics at all. Zelensky said that he's ready to negotiate with the with Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, but he warned that if any negotiation attempts fail, it could mean the fight between the two countries would lead to a third world war. He said, I'm ready for negotiations with him. I was ready for the last two years, and I think that without negotiations, we cannot end this war. If there's just 1% chance for us to stop this war, I think that we need to take this chance. We need to do that. I can tell you about the results of these negotiations. In any case, we are losing people on a daily basis, innocent people on the ground. Uh, world War Three is going to be inevitable. Okay, so all you rappers might as well start making your World War Four songs. You've been making World War Three songs for decades now. You might as well switch it to World War Four because World War Three is upon us if it's not already here. All right, and then in South Carolina, they have given the green light to firing squad executions. And they said that renovations have been completed on the death chamber in Columbia and that the agency had notified the attorney general that it was able to carry out a firing squad execution. That sounds crazy. It does, it does sound, sound crazy, crazy, but you know, all death penalties sound crazy. I though. totally disagree <laughs> with the death penalty. Yeah, the electric chair sounds crazy. The lethal, lethal injection sounds crazy. So it's like, okay, you add firing squad to the list. It's like, I, you know, I'm like, okay. All death penalties sound diabolical to me. What do I know? Right. I mean, which do you choose? If like, do you have a choice when you're on? When they tell you like, <laughs> that's you get a good the question. I don't, I don't know. know. If you choose which one do you want? I think, I think it's based can. on the state, right? I think. Yeah, I think sometimes you can choose because sometimes people, a lot of people, get lethal injections, right? Man, listen. Who wants to get shot? Maybe. It just, who wants to get electrocuted in a damn electric chair? That's what I said. Who wants to get shocked? And I oh, would, they said shot. No. I, would, <laughs> I, I thought you said shot. And would you want shocked. that to be your job where you're the person that actually has to execute people? I'm sure, the, I'm sure they enjoy imagine? it. I'm sure they I enjoy it. I mean, that's it. terrible. You, you would have to enjoy it to do that. But I, I thought, and don't get me wrong, I thought in some places the... the I don't know. Maybe the family of the person that the, it was affected by something like that can do it or something. I thought. Oh, I, I have know. no idea. I could be making that up. But the I reason that. I don't like the death penalty is because it's just too much room for error. Like you're not going. I know thousands of innocent people have gotten the death penalty. Yeah. You know what I mean. And there's no going back from that. That's sorry. what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you can't just say sorry. At least if you've been locked up for twenty something years, we see all of the time people get exonerated because mistakes were mm -hmm. made, things like that. But with the death penalty, there's no coming but, back. But and then if, if you, you say that killing people is wrong, then how do you kill people? Like yeah, if you're saying if, that's if you wrong? completely know without a doubt, like if somebody killed one of my kids or one of my family mm -hmm. members, do I, do I, no, I don't care. Let them die. Let them fry. Let them get shot. I don't care. If you killed one of my family members, like one, like some of these mass yeah. murderers that do it, I'm supposed to have sympathy just, for you now. You can't now. have life in jail, though? No, and die. I'm going to be honest with you. Life, I think, like, yeah, life in jail probably worse. Bro. Yeah, I would think so. Life in jail probably L worse. Live and suffer, but I, I yeah. wouldn't feel comfortable... Depends. Wanting someone to get killed, period. It just wouldn't rest easy on me. I think it would ever. rest easy if me and somebody killed one of my kids. I, I'm bit, I mean, I'm, I'm not in that situation, so I don't know. But if somebody killed one of my kids, I would want them to die. I would want you to be punished forever. Mm. But I don't know. All I right, well, that mind. is your front page news. I just myself. don't believe in the death penalty. I don't know how I feel about the death penalty. Oh. I can't say I don't believe in it, but I do I see don't. a lot of the flaws. There's a lot of flaws, but yeah. if, if it's without a doubt and somebody killed one of your family members, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, no, I want them to die. I would want to kill them myself. I just know That's things, just how I feel. I just know things like that never work for us. No. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. you know that the people who do get the death penalty, a lot of times it's because they don't have money for the right lawyer. Yep. You know, a lot of times it's, you know, the jury. A lot of different things come into play. That's and it definitely negatively affects our community. Without a doubt? Yep. I don't know. 
All right. Well, that is front page news. When we come back, Jabari Banks will be joining Tell us. Tell the people who Jabari Banks is. You've been watching the Bel Air show on Peacock? FYI, that show is really good. I keep hearing that. Yeah. Right. It's, I'm, I think it's eight episodes so far, and I watched all of I binge watched it. It was really good. Well, he plays Will Smith in that in uh, Bel Air. And he's doing a great job on there. Yep. And we're going to talk to him today. You're going to talk to Jabari Banks. All right. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. From Bel Air, we have Jabari Banks. Welcome. Yeah. What's going on? How you feeling, my brother? I'm great, man. How y'all? Man, blessed, black, and highly favored. Yeah, exactly. Blessed to be here. Blessed to be with y'all. This is incredible. That's right. Congrats on uh, the success of Bel Air thus far. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Did you feel a lot of pressure having to play such an iconic, iconic role? Yeah, definitely, definitely the mm-hmm. pressure. But you know, um, many talks with Will, many talks with Morgan Cooper, our creator, and you know, they just reminded me to to just be me, be me. You know, mm-hmm. bring myself to the role, and you know, it's exactly what Will was doing when he was being the Fresh Prince in the '90s. You know what I mean? He wasn't mm-hmm. trying to be nobody else. So that's what I had to do. How'd you get into acting? Uh, I got into acting in high school, and uh, I sort of, you know, was just like dallying around. And then I went to college for it because my mom needed me to go to college, and I was like, I'll go to college for acting. And then where are you uh, from? I'm I'm from Philly and I'm from Maryland. I grew oh, up from both Philly. places. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, West Philadelphia, born yeah, and raised. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's crazy because I live I lived in West Philly with my uncle Phil. Wow. But his name is Get James. Swear to God. Swear to God. Stop. Hold on. Hold on. Listen. Listen. His name is James. James Brogan, right? Yeah, okay. But we called him Phil because he he lived in Philly, and I lived with him for a long time. And so um, that's why, because you know, Uncle Phil's real name was James, James. Avery. James Avery. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, wow. a lot, there's a lot of instances within the show, not just me, with everybody in the cast. You know what I mean? That kind of like intertwine them with the story. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I went to school in Philly at University of the Arts, and then I fell in love with it then. So did you tell people that story? Gro- like growing up being from Philly and having an uncle named Phil? Did no, you- I didn't. It didn't make sense. I mean, it didn't okay. really register. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't really tripping off of it until everything clicked, and then it was like, oh wow, like. Every part of my life has sort of led up to this. Wow. You know? Wow. Now, you were a Fresh Prince fan, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, all yeah. right. Now, uh, according to the phillyvoice.com, uh, the director, Morgan Cooper, he had a $25,000 budget to do, to do a feature film, yeah. teaser, yeah. for Bel Air yeah. with, with different actors. So how did that turn into this is going to be a show? Well, so basically, you know, Morgan put the trailer out, yep, you know, I just out that. of love and out of yeah. a pure place. You know what I mean? He was just like, I love the Fresh Prince. I want to see this. I want to tell the story that I want to tell, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and he just he took that and he put it on YouTube and I think within the first day Will's company Westbrook they hit him up and you know they were like we want to you know talk with you and develop this thing and and, you know Mm -hmm. I think a a couple weeks after that he was sitting with Will and he was talking about you know where we want to take this story and uh, you know years down the line here we are totally different tone though totally different tone what did you think when you saw that yeah break that down break down if people haven't seen the show the differences between what we seen as a kid, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and right. Bel-Air. Yeah, well, you know, Bel-Air uh, 2022 version is a dramatic retelling of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. uh, the quintessential 90s sitcom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's all the characters that we know and love, but basically we get to dive deep into who they are and the actual stories that are going on in their lives. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a modern-day retelling of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and you, when you think of the story, you know, our, 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 um, our showrunner, TJ Brady, he said it perfectly. He was like, we all know the story of the Joker. You know what I mean? But when we see Joaquin Phoenix uh, do what he was doing, it was like, did you really think about it? You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah, so, yeah. like, we, yeah. we get to see this story. We get to see how Will ends up in Bel-Air. And it's going to be super exciting for, like, old fans and new fans. And, man, it's, it's been crazy to love around the project. Yeah. Did, did, did you Were you afraid to turn something that, I guess, was so happy, 
So I'll call it bright. I'll call Fresh Prince of Bel Air bright. Would you were you afraid to turn something like that dark? No, I wasn't okay. afraid of it. Um, because when I had seen Morgan's trailer, I was like, oh, I get it, mm -hmm. I get it, and I'm and I'm like, I was like, I watch that. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I think it's I think it's important because it's a reflection of, of of our world. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I think mm -hmm. you know it's, it's it's important to see that. How hands on was Will Smith during the taping and all that? I, I always say this. It was it was great that he wasn't because he really gave us he, he really left the our retelling and our creation of these characters to our own volition. You know what I mean? And so that allowed us to create these, you know, characters that ourselves are in. You know what I mean? He didn't have his thumb on it hella, you know what I mean? And so I feel like that's what I appreciated about him. But, you know, he definitely gave us a lot of tips. What about the other characters, Carlton and yeah. all of them? Did any of them come on set? or did, did, Yeah, we, we, had some, we, had some, we had a few talks with the original cast. So mm -hmm. uh, it was definitely a blessing to, to get their blessing and to see that, that torch pass. You know what I mean? I always wonder, you know, uh, if... if and I would love to ask Will this, but maybe he told you. Mm -hmm. I wonder would he have played that character differently now? Because, you know, he, oh. he's older now and he always says that back then he was he was pretending to be somebody he wasn't. Right. Right. So I wonder would he play that approach that character different now? Definitely. Yeah. I feel, you know, like when he when he was, you know, doing the Fresh Prince thing, he had no acting chops at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he was just kinda up there just trying to figure it out. And uh I definitely think Knowing what he knows now, it mm -hmm. definitely would have been different, but it wouldn't have been as raw. So you, you know had, I mean? you got acting shop, so you weren't doing what Will could but he said Will used to be saying everybody's it lines. It was a little different for me. Yeah. It was a little different for me because I was a theater actor. Oh. And so I this, this is my first time being in front of a camera, mm -hmm. in front of a 40-person, you know, camera crew. And uh, and so that was definitely a learning curve for sure. How did they discover you? Uh, just, you know, I just sent him my audition. Oh. You, know, you know, with uh, I, had, I had a manager, I had an agent um, that I got through a showcase. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they sent me the call. They were like, yo, there's this show called Bel Air and for this character, Will. And I was like, hold on, Bel Air, Will, what? And then I saw the call and I was like, okay, okay, I could do this. I knew it was me. I just had to prove to everybody else. But I, I thought that they wanted like a big name. You know what I mean? I thought that they wanted somebody who was recognizable to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get this role. But, you know what I mean? I just had to surrender to the whole process. And uh, and so I sent him my call. And uh, and uh, a couple a couple weeks down the line. What did you have to do on that first tape? Do you remember? Yeah, it was a couple. It was a couple of scenes. No, I had to rap. No, no, I just uh, I just uh, it was it was a couple of scenes. It was actually a scene with LeBron in it. Mm -hmm. LeBron was supposed to be in the first episode. Really? But, you know, it was you know budget and you know. But, well, he was well, supposed to be playing one of the people you were playing ball against. No, 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 no. Right. He was to be at a Bel Air party. He was like, yo, that's LeBron. Oh, yeah. gotcha, you know gotcha. what I mean? Was, so I did a scene where LeBron was in it. Um, and I I mean as, as soon as I read the scenes. Uh, when I first got the script, I was like, oh, this show has something to say. You Expound know? on the surrendering to the process. Yeah. For me, as an artist, we're always fighting against something when you're like an upcoming artist. You know what I mean? It's either like time, money, or resources. You understand? Mm -hmm. And so it was. It always felt like there was a push and pull with me. I was like, ah, I wish I could do this, but I need this. Or I wish I could do this, but I need that. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get where I'm going to get. But I felt myself getting there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and... Uh, and you know, cause it's, when it when it comes to like opportunity, like it really just like a lot of the times, like I feel that, you know, it's it's about like someone like reaching down sometimes and like being like giving this person mm -hmm. like, okay, I see you and I see your talent, I'm gonna take a chance on you. And I didn't know how I was gonna get to that point. So I remember there was a point in time where I was walking around this track in uh, North Philly, the Temple's campus that I found, and um, and I was studying my lines for the script, right? Mm -hmm. And there was a bee that flew across my face. And a lot of the times when bugs like fly across me or like get close to me, I'm like, then eh. I swat, you know, I, I tense up when there's cold water, I tense, you know what I mean? I want to stick a toe in. And I was like, I'm going to surrender to the universe, to the to nature, 
And I'm just going to, and that was like a big learning uh, lesson for me throughout the whole process was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, you know what I mean? And that's okay. Wow. I'm okay with not knowing, you know what I mean? Because like now, like it's not in my hands, it's it's in the universe's hands, it's in God's hands, whatever you believe, you know what I mean? And and um, just knowing that gives you peace. And so through that, I, I was able to just focus on me because I feel like a lot of times as artists, you know, like, you know, the comparison is the thief of joy, mm -hmm. basically. You know what I mean? And so when you see yourself auditioning, you're like, oh, nah, he got more to look. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. or, or he got more acting chops or he's done more things than me. You know what I mean? And so you, you sort of just start tearing yourself down in that way, which was, I, I was blessed enough because it was over Zoom mm -hmm. that I didn't have to see the competition. Gotcha. So it was just me versus me. Gotcha. And so I just surrendered to the whole process and I was like, I was like, I don't know. I was okay with not knowing. I was how, how long did you let the beat sit there? Nah, I, 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 it was just, it was, it was flying, it was just buzzing, it was just oh, buzzing. Okay. I was like, you know what I mean? on your face. Nah, it didn't sat on my face. It flew by. It, just, okay. it flew by, it flew by, but it was, it was hovering. You know how bees be, you yeah. know what I mean? They just be around. You just weren't scared. Yeah, I wasn't scared. I was just Got like, you. I'm just keep walking, doing me. You know what I mean? And um, that was just a big le learning lesson for me. Like, I'll never forget that. Day. Dope. All right, we have more with Jabari Banks. He plays Will Smith in the new series, Bel Air. We'll talk to him some more. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jabari Banks. He's the actor that plays Will Smith in the new Bel Air series. Yeah. Now, with Bel Air, are, are they recreating episodes that were done? Because there's so many iconic episodes. Like, you, you know, know, the father episode. Right. The pool hall episode. The yeah. drugs episode. Yeah. Like, are they recreating or are they doing new episodes? They're doing new episodes, but they're recreating moments. I would say, mm -hmm. you know, moments that are recognizable, they're going to be like, oh, okay. So if you've seen the pilot episode, mm -hmm. there's a moment where Will is on the plane and there's a glass full of OJ, you know, mm -hmm. champagne glass full of OJ. And that's just a, uh, you know, a callback to the original song, you know? And gotcha. there's just moments, little small moments like that, that are uh, that are gonna get the the audience hype. I mean, the OG fans, you know what I mean? Did you have to learn how to rap, or did you know how to rap? Did you have that part done? No, I was a rapper before I was an actor. Oh, you was a rapper? Okay, yeah. so you rap. What was your rap name? Uh, <laughs> I've been Banks. through many, uh, Big Bang. No, nah, no, nah, I've been through many <laughs> rap names. I used to call myself uh, Indy the Philosopher. Actually, Jabari Banks is my rap name. Don't say that part. fast. We want to hit slow that down. <laughs> Indy the Philosopher. Does, that ain't bad. Yeah. Indy the Philosopher. And I was in middle school. Ask Charlamagne what, <laughs> <rap, laughs> what his rap name. What was your rap name? Uh, Dizzy Van Winkle. Like Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Dizzy, like Rip Van Winkle, uh, mixed with Dizzy, Dizzy. Devil. Dick Van Dyke. Remember Dizzy Devil from Looney Tunes? <laughs> huh? It was Tasmanian Devil, but then I think he had a son or named Dizzy. Dizzy Van Winkle. Yeah, Dizzy Van Winkle. It was wild. Like, you know, Rip Van Winkle was sleep for mad long. Mm. And so I always felt like, you know, I was sleep for mad long. And then I woke up like mentally confused. So oh. I was dizzy. Oh, okay. Got you. Because they no, were sleeping don't. on you. No, I got yeah, you. Yeah, I yeah, understand. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, okay, they're sleeping on you. So I was in middle school. Okay. <laughs> we was in middle school. You did some wild shit. Better for him. Now. I yeah. think that's you should. No, that's, shut that's up. Name. Yeah, bro. Now, <laughs> you said that uh, you learned so much from Will in five months. What yeah. are What are some of the things that Willie Lama taught you? Willie Lama, right? Yeah. Nah, yo, it's, it's been it's been it's been super enlightening for sure. Um, you know, I feel like. One of the bigger lessons that I always that I've been taking with me, you know, I've been thinking about that a lot. Is like he says, um, you know, don't let the success get to your head, don't let the failures get to your heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, and I, I've taken that with me. I'm just like, man, like there's a lot of noise, a lot of noise, and there's a lot of of things that that come into this business that aren't about the the, the work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, to just stay about the work because that's that's how you elevate. You know what I mean? That's how you that's how you. You know what I mean? Inspired. That's that's what we do. That's why we do what we do. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Everything else around is kind of surrounding it, and it's like, okay, cool. That comes with the with the with the territory. It's interesting, but, right? Because you want 
accolades, but those same yeah. accolades can make you a prisoner to the opinions of other people. Yeah. yeah. And you don't really want that. Yeah, like, no, no, no. You gotta you, stay in here with yeah, yourself. Right, yeah. I mean, accolades are just, they're nice, you know what I mean, when they come around, but it's definitely all about the work for me. Mm-hmm. For me, you know what I mean? Because that's where I found my joy at. Like, like you know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I find joy being here, you know what I mean? Just talking. But you know what I mean? When I'm doing my work, when I'm when I'm when I do doing something that makes me happy, that's 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 what uh, that's what it's all about for me. But you know what I mean? The the wars that come with it. You know what I yeah. mean? Come with it. So. When you thought when you thought about taking this or, or trying out for this, did you ever get nervous that you'd be always stuck as that character? Like you look at Jaleel White. He's nah, stuck nah, as no, 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 no. I'm never. I'm 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 too dynamic for that. Mm. I knew that about myself. Like I I'm an artist that that is transformative. You know what I mean? Like I think I think you'll see that through, throughout the throughout the years. You know what I mean? I I I can transform. And uh, I always knew that about myself. Like, I was a totally different person a year ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You'll look at that person and be like, who the hell is that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, and so I feel like down the line, mm-hmm. um, I want to take on roles that are going to give uh, people a different perspective of, about how uh, a black person can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I'm, I'm super interested in being like, in fantasy movies, you know what I mean, and and seeing fantasy just science fiction, fantasy science fiction, and just like like show. You ever seen a uh, Lovecraft Country? Hell yeah, fire! You know what I'm saying? And like it was it was a moment where it was like, oh, like we can be, you know what I mean? We can exist in this type of. And it was like this was a period piece, but it was also fantasy, mm-hmm. but it was also drama, and it was also you know sci-fi. And, and I it also lasted one season. It also lasted one season. <laughs> could not imagine seeing all these black people doing this yeah. science fictional stuff. That's what it seemed like. We had a uh, yeah, you know, I think that came down to budget. You know what I mean? Well, we had Ajinu, uh, Ajinu. Ajinu we had Ajinu Ajinu up here yeah. the other day, and that's yeah. what she said. She said she feels like HBO couldn't see black people yeah. in that space for a long period of time. I'm interested in opening up that realm. Right. I'm interested in opening up that story. You know what I mean? And I feel like I don't ever want to get stuck in just the box. Of, he's fresh prince. Oh, he's He's done this, you know what I mean? That's not me. And I don't think I'll ever be that person. You know what I mean? You know, you know what's so interesting? That's such a great question to envy asked because it's like that role is so iconic, yeah. right? Not just the role, because we're talking about, you know, there's a lot of iconic roles, but the person who played the role became an icon yeah. within itself. Yeah. So could you ever yeah. truly fill those shoes? I don't know if anybody would ever, and that's not a diss to you, I don't know if anybody would ever no, see I'm, you as the Fresh Prince. Yeah, no, I'm not you know interested I mean? in that. I'm not yeah. interested in like actually feeling like, you know what I mean? I'm telling a story that I'm telling for a new generation at the end of the day, and this is opening up opportunity for me. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And this is like giving me access for me to open up opportunity for the next person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so my story is my story. What story is his story? Yeah. We're not the same. You know what I mean? And like, I'm, I'm telling this story of the Fresh Prince, but like, you know, I'm telling this story of, of a 16-year-old young man from Philly, that, mm-hmm. you know, gets sent to L.A., but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, our stories aren't the same. And, I'll, I'll, you know, th- nobody will ever be Will Smith. He's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. one-on-one and Jabari Banks is one-on-one right. you know what I mean so that's I, want, I wonder if you could even tell this story if it wasn't for like the reruns of Fresh Prince playing all the time now yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah no, yeah no I know what you mean yeah I wonder yeah I wonder how much do you relate to the character a Will? lot a lot man okay. it's, it's been it's been a really meta experience bro mm, you know what I mean now. in a way that it's like when you see Will you know on Mulholland Drive with Jazz for the first time he's like damn this crazy crazy that's Jabari too mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so there's moments in the show where it's like will the characters having an experience and Jabari's having the same experience wow. and so it didn't feel like wow. I was like you know what I mean well you having it in real life I'm having it in real life real life but it didn't feel like it was like I had to act it's just like I had to exist you know what I mean I had yeah. to be 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so there's this. It, makes it's, sense. it's crazy. Yeah. Now, on, on social media, uh, there's been a conversation on if Will is wrong for dating Carlton's ex. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? You know what I mean? Not from a character perspective either, from a real life. Real life? Like, yeah. happens, bro. Yeah. That's like your brother though. That's not my brother. You know what I mean? That's not my brother, bro. It's like, cousin. No, it's my cousin. I don't know him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. know him. And like when you have a connection with somebody, mm-hmm. you can't run away from that. It's that's like your, damn, bro. That's your family though. He's already racked his brain. It's like damn. I know. I see the history. I know the history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you have that connection with somebody, it's like, damn. like what can we do? Yeah. You felt that. You felt that, bro. It's like I shouldn't be doing this right now, but. Don't leave you know your girl I mean? around your bar. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Come on. You know this. You know this, though. Be honest with yourself. But that lets that also. There's, let, there's that always I, been that person in your life where you're like. Now, nah, I've been married 21 years, bro. You got yeah, I married her. All right, now. You've been married 21 years. Okay, he different. He different. I married her. I've been, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been yeah, with my yeah, wife yeah, for 20. Yeah. I've been, we've been married for since 2014. We've been together for like 24 years. But when you were 16. I was with my wife. I was 16. She was 15. Try again. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't know who I'm talking. What are you trying to say to though? You trying to you trying to say like, like there's a one, when you meet certain women, it's you a just know. It's undeniable. Yeah, it's undeniable. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know, what I mean, it's just like a you you. It's not like and it it just surpasses all. You know what I mean? Understanding. It's like yeah, I understand that there's this history there, but yeah. you know, I have these feelings. Have That's these a good feelings. perspective. I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it like yo yo, cuz. That ain't the one you should wife because I smashed. Nah, yeah, That's nah. The one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. That's but how I looked at you it. know, when Will met, first met Lisa, like he was, he wasn't like, oh, this is Carlton's ex. He was like, who is this girl? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And like that initial thought is what's been driving him throughout the season. Got yeah. you. Okay. Got you. You know. You know what I just I thought about? It's ironic that your name, your last name, is really Banks. Banks. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You might have been really meant to play this role. You know man. what I mean? I, I feel, I feel that way. It was, it's, yeah. uh, it's definitely been. Uh, an experience that has been a spiritual one for mm-hmm. all of us. You know what I mean? Like, there's uh, each player in our ensemble has something in our lives that has twisted us and intertwined us with this project mm-hmm. and aligned us with this project. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's divine. All right, with Jabari, we appreciate you for joining us. What's next with Jabari? What's next with Jabari? Yes. Uh, clothing mm-hmm. coming soon. Music coming soon. And uh, what and- kind of music? Because you know they're gonna be expecting fresh prints. Parents just don't understand. No, no, no. It's totally different than that. Okay. You know what I mean? What kind of music? Will is one-on-one. Jabari is one-on-one. You know okay, what I mean? So, you. yeah. I'm doing my own stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel like I'm I'm marrying R&B and hip-hop in a way that hasn't been done before. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Still trying to find my voice in that. You know what I mean? It's like, I always say, like, I feel like Drake and Don Tolliver are, like, are like marrying hip, R&B and hip-hop in a specific way, but totally different ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally different voices. And I'm trying to find my voice in that. Gotcha. You. you know? You just pay homage to the OG Ja Rule too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now are they keeping you in the family? Like is Charlie Mack trying to manage you, or is he managing? Yo, you, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I auditioned for Charlie Mack. Yeah. He was he was making a a, a boy band called Brotherly Love, mm-hmm. and he was he was like developing this this band, and I auditioned for him like years ago. Wow. And I didn't make it, and I seen him on the red carpet, and I was like, Yo, Charlie, you remember me? He was like, Yeah, I remember you. You know what I mean? And uh, wow. you know he was trying to hit on my mom. And sh- but yeah, you know Charlie. <laughs> yeah, you know Charlie. You know, you know. Charlie! No, Charlie's a guy though. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Charlie Mack. Shout out right. to Charlie Mack. Big shout out to Charlie Mack. It's Jabari Banks. Seriously. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you, bro. So Jabari's still here, ladies and gentlemen. And the last thing he says, y'all ain't gonna have me rap. We was trying to save you, Jabari. Sit your ass back down, Jabari. Nah, sit your ass back down. Oh shit.
Now, now you know, Charlemagne will give you, uh, will fart on your bars if they're trash. So, Charlemagne, don't, don't fart on sh. Okay. That's what I, that's the talk. <laughs> let me hear. Let me hear. Let me hear. Like. Me. In West Philadelphia. Barney. All right, let's go. Jabari's here. Let, let's hear something, Jabari. Give me a B. Too much for you? Huh? It just started. Okay. Hey, Michael. <laughs> Hold on. Turn me up. Turn me up. Uh, 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 yeah. Hold on. Here you go. Okay, yeah. Have you adjusted, they ask, how you been coping the past six months with everything that's been happening now? Uh, yeah, now I'm back on their ass. Hold on. All right, got you. Uh, have you adjusted, they ask, how you been coping the past six months with everything that's been happening now? Barry been back on their ass, billboard hurting their necks, looking up like how the fuck this shit happened so fast. Now I'm on Fallon doing dances I did in my room, MJ sparkle the suit. Uh, let's go. Hold on, hold on. All right, let's go. You get us on camera? Man, turn that shit up. Yeah, we freestyling. I'm up now. What's up? I said, I'm going to turn this world upside down. Yeah, told bitch, don't fuck with me. Yeah, I love that bitch. She lovely. <laughs> and she in love with me. And she know this. Baby, I know you know this. Baby, I keep you focused. Baby, I keep you loving me. Hold on. All right, bet. Um... I need some water. I'm uh, nodding my head to the beat now, not your ass. <laughs> you, <laughs> just you, want you to you, that. Hold on, hold on. I'm nodding my head to the beat, not your ass. My fault, Michael. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. Yeah, you made Hold on. Yeah. Oh, Philly. Now, now you can't yeah, f*** this up. Now, nah, now, nah, nah, Jabari, you can f*** up the Brooklyn beat. You cannot yeah. f*** up the freeway joint. I need some current sh You want some current sh Like what? Name it. Some list Play what? No, not what. Play <laughs> <laughs> He clowning. Play. Michael, get me out of here. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh, find the freeway in Philly. Yeah. Even though what, what we, we do, do is wrong. wrong. You got some writtens? Nah, bro. You got some writtens acapella you can do? Nah, bro. Let's go. We still hustle till the sun come up. In it, in it, in it. Damn. Keep going. Keep going. Keep flowing. You know what it is. If you got a dream, you got to get the shit. I don't care what they say because I've been this way. I don't care what they say because I've been that guy uh, riding in the car and I'm just so fly. I don't need a pilot. I don't need a stylist. I don't count the mileage. I just do this shit and I do it for the fun of it. Do it for the hell of it. Do it for the shit and I'm super so celibate. I don't know no bitch. I don't know. Can I curse? I can curse, right? Yes, sir. Breakfast club, I need some bacon cause I know these against hating yo Straight rap, straight like that Um, that's niggas Yeah, this way, this uh, that's, Still bobbing my, my head to the beat, this, not I your ass This nigga think that he can rap, but he a bitch though Ask me if you dope, ask me if you dope <laughs> He said what? Ask me if you dope <laughs> Just ask me, just ask me if you dope Hold on, am I dope? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Cut this part out, bro Hold on, give me another one. Nope. <laughs> give me We're another one. But watch Bel Air every Thursday on Peacock. Give me another one. You're a great one. actor. 
Give me another one. Oh, Lord. Give me another one, bro. Why is Okay. You want... Put me in 2022. Give him oh, a 2022. <laughs> Give him Super Gremlin. Super Gremlin. And, uh, Kodak Black. I love that song. We got Kodak Black, Super Gremlin? All right. Barry, I'm not doing this with you after this day now. Okay. I know, I know. It's I the know. last one. I know, this is the last one. <laughs> Hold on, because we could cut and paste, right? We could cut and paste. Right? We ain't gonna cut, we, we gotta show him this in this raw form so stop. when your music does come out, he says, stop. <laughs> stop. All right, come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So when your music comes out this summer, you can be like, see, I was better than I was on Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. Ness, what else we got in every 2022, Envy? It's a good one. Bitch, I got my own fight on these security in the club. Uh, uh. You don't have to do this. I'm out of here. You really don't. You, you really... <laughs> oh, sh**. Oh, sh**. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Like, why? <laughs> You're not even here for this. Oh, my God. Hey, yo. I just want to say that I did it because I did it. You know what I mean? You know, Will Bungie jumped. You wrapped on breakfast. Exactly. You got to get over your feet. Next time I come back, I have some Shout out to Jabari for stopping through. Jabari Banks, make sure y'all watch Bel Air on Peacock. All eight episodes are up right now. That's right. All right. Morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Listen up. Well, Nicki Minaj and Coyla Ray's recent collaboration, Blick Blick, is going crazy. It's a hard record. Mm -hmm. And Coyla Ray and Nicki Minaj went on live together and discussed a lot of things. Coy expressed her experience and her frustrations with dealing with hate. And here's what Nicki had to say. You know, even through the hate, grinding through that can you girls, can you girls stop talking about hate? I have never experienced hate like the way this this guy right here, me, has experienced it. Y'all have just experienced some of the, the growing pains of artistry and like right. of, of, of social media. Like y'all be thinking y'all have experienced hate and trust me, you ain't experienced it yet. Right. Okay. A lot of y'all have gotten really not coddled, but y'all have been, people have been, uh, Nice. People have been, like, gentle with y'all. All right, now, there was some backlash on social media for these comments, and Nikki went on social media and said, from now on, my advice going to be, yeah, bitch, it was bad for you. It only gets worse. It never gets better. Get out while you can. <laughs> it's ruining your life, bitch. They never hated on me like they hating you, child. That's because you suck, and I never sucked as hard as you, bitch. Run, LMFAO. And then she goes on to talk about her own experiences, how she sucked at her singing audition for performing arts high school and was crying. She said, if all you get is coddled when you complain, you'll feel the world owes you, and you'll never mentally develop the armor you need to now navigate through your career. People using sympathy for every rollout isn't going to sustain them over time. They're going to get some hate. That's life. Yeah, I mean, Coyle Ray has experienced a lot of hate as well. Yes, she You has. know what I mean? Cardi B's experienced a lot of hate. Megan Thee Stallion definitely experiences a lot of hate. So, 
Not like Nikki, though. I will say, not like Nikki. Megan? I don't know, We can't. Bro. I don't want to Nikki's quantify. Nikki's whole state didn't mess with Nikki at first. Remember, New York didn't mess with Nikki. But that's just because y'all's always slow when it comes to new town. But I will but feel like going, she, going she, viral she on social media now and how they post clips of like people booing Koi Ray. I know it's difficult. Yeah, yes. So I can't say who gets more hate than who, but now, everybody gets a lot of hate, does deal with do. it. They all do. But you know, right. from that so clip, Ray, it sounded crazy. From the little clip. But it was a... A full, what, hour and a half where they had a conversation where they were bigging each other up? Well, Coyla Race responded also on social media. She said, y'all too emotional. Nikki been through a lot. She's still standing strong, still dropping hits. She basically told me, don't let y'all whack-ass comments and negative energy stop me now because more money and success, more problems. So dug that ish out. Nikki, don't offend me. I grew up on tough love. When someone is speaking who has more experience, always listen. That's the problem. Y'all talk too damn much. Regardless of what she's saying, she coming from a good space. Yeah, and it's not the hate Olympics. No. Right, like we don't need to sit around and talk about who receives right. more hate. Like, they all did. They all definitely do. But if we were uh, giving out gold medals, and then Nikki said, thirty-six minutes Megan of positivity, right fun, so and uplifting each other. Yes. But this is what gets posted. This proves my point. The next sentence out of my mouth was why I came to her defense when I saw her beating up on herself and let her know this too shall pass. It's not invalidating her experience; it's giving her a different perspective so that she puts on the armor she needs to be a superstar. If I didn't validate her experience, I wouldn't have spoken up for her when she got down on herself. I would have said, "Suck it up." I'm trying to tell her, "F these people and win." Yeah, and Nikki's hate is different though, right? Because Nikki, I think Nikki just got backlash because she was winning so much. Mm-hmm. You know? No, before that, you, me- you remember the whole East Coast didn't really mess with Nikki at first. Where are you getting this from? Yeah, nobody I... played <laughs> Nikki's record. Nikki has said it's a zero. Envy, when times. will you realize that a lot of y'all DJs in New York just don't be knowing what's coming next no. from your own city? Not even the radio. Nobody supported Nikki. You didn't from, support from Fifty like that either. Yes, we did. No, we you did 50. not. Till, not till he Absolutely. not till he rebranded himself with no. G Unit. That's wrong. And 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 wrong. Dre and all them got behind. All right. Well, that while we're talking about so these why, women, so and why then, a label that, uh, out of side of New York signed him and is, Nikki? That is wrong. Fifty right. actually got a bunch of deals from New York people. I don't Ladies, know if you know. we gotta we gotta wrap this up. Okay, sis. Uh, you know, I wanted to talk about Lotto, but we'll do that in the next hour as she talks about issues she had with putting her album out and securing a feature. And we'll tell you what she had to say about that, but we'll do that in the next hour. Mm-hmm. All, All right, right, that is your rumor report. All right. Charlamagne, who you want to give your donk to? Well, you were very concerned about this at like 1230 uh, on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So we need the owners of uh, Fetchco. Fetchco is a dog in North Carolina who's allegedly gay. And he got left for the dog shelter. Well, We'll talk about it four after the hour, and Envy has a plan to rescue him, but we'll discuss. <laughs> we'll discuss four after the hour. Man. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I teamed up with Zyrtec for this allergy relief message. Springtime brings vibrancy to the air and pollen, so I take Zyrtec when allergy symptoms start. Save the tissues and live vibrantly with Zyrtec. Starts working at hour one and stays strong day after day. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for donkey of the day. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet say out his mouth. Just gotta say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the day right there. <laughs> It's the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the donkey of the day, but, like, I mean no harm. Yes, donkey of the day for Monday, March 21st, goes to the people in Stanley County, North Carolina, who decided to dump their dog off at a local shelter because they thought their dog was gay. You heard me right. Some owners of a dog named Fesco dumped the dog off at a local animal shelter because they thought Fesco 
was homosexual. Oh, y'all don't believe me? Y'all think I'm making this up? Well, let's go to WCCB Charlotte for the report, please. Tonight, a local dog shelter, or a, lo a local shelter dog, rather, is looking for a soft landing after being dumped by his owners because they say he's gay. Thought you heard it all, right? Uh, a Stanley County Animal Shelter Facebook post says the dog's owner surrendered him to the shelter after he humped another male dog, which dogs do. Fezco, the shelter says, it's about four to five years old, weighs about 50 pounds. They say he likes other people, he likes other animals, he's a good boy. The shelter is asking for local rescues to step up and take Fezco into foster before he is adopted. Now, Sunday morning, uh, I got a text from Rashawn Casey. That's me. Uh, otherwise known as DJ Envy. Mm -hmm. uh, that I saw when I woke up. Because one thing about your Uncle Charlotte, Brother Lenard, he going to get his sleep. All right? But this text came at 1229 a.m. And it was a headline from Hollywood Unlocked that said, Dog abandoned at animal shelter for being gay. And then Envy texted me and said, We have to rescue him. Why did you feel this way, Envy? Let's discuss. Why did you feel we need to go rescue this dog? Talk to me. I mean, I just think it's foul. Okay. You just leave the dog, abandon the dog because you think the dog is gay? Like, okay. that's foul. I sent that to you and, and uh, M. Easy. Uh, and I think that we should have rescued the so dog. So you're going to get the dog? We. Together. As a, I don't have a dog. As friends. I like dogs. Uh, well, you well, get the dog? I think we should. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I, 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 you know, don't respect these owners' decisions simply because they clearly know nothing about dogs. Okay, if you are homophobic, a dog should not be your pet of choice. Now, I personally don't think dogs have a sexual preference. Dogs are just dogs, okay? Dogs will hump anything. That's why it's so insulting when people call men dogs because, like, damn, men have standards. All men don't go around humping anything, but dogs do. They hump any and everything. It's a common play gesture, okay, that male and female dogs do. Even if the dog has been neutered or spayed, they still hump any and everything simply because they can. Okay, all you homophobic dog owners, when your male dog humps your leg, do you feel your dog is gay? Let's discuss. Okay, here's something you may not know. Male dogs have gay sex under a variety of circumstances. All right, dogs mount other dogs as a sign of dominance, and sometimes that mounting can involve anal penetration. Do you also know that when exposed to a female in heat, groups of frustrated males sometimes engage in homosexual sex? If you're a homophobic, a dog probably is not the best pet for you, right? Not to mention, uh, you know, the humping of other dogs, I guess, could be considered gay. But that's like one of the top three gayest things dogs do. Most dogs will lick their testicles when they are bored. Yes, dogs lick their own testicles out of either boredom, stress, irritation, infection, or allergies. It is also possible dogs have inflamed or infected anal glands. So they're not licking for no reason. It's always a reason. You're going to sit here and tell me you've never seen a dog lick not only his testicles, but another dog's testicles as well. Yes, these things happen for the same reasons. They might sense a minor infection or even an anal gland issue on another dog, and they will get to licking that dog's privates too. This doesn't make them gay. It makes them dogs now i would like to ask the owners of this dog in north carolina did you not ever see your dog licking his testicles did you never see your dog licking another dog's testicles that didn't bother you did it you know why because you understand that's what dogs do just like male dogs hump other male dogs for dominance it happens they're dogs the rules of humans don't apply to dogs. If you saw a man on the street trying to lick his own testicles, you would call someone to have him committed. If you saw a man on the street licking another man's testicles, you would yell out, pause! Okay? But those rules don't apply to dogs because they're dogs. Also, is it gay for a man to lick his own testicles? Discuss amongst yourselves. We're talking about dogs here. Now, the gayest thing I'm sure homophobic dog owners think dogs do 
is butt sniffing. Butt sniffing is a totally normal dog behavior. Those owners of the dog named Fesco in Stanley, North Carolina, never ever thought to give their dog away because the dog was sniffing another dog's butt. You know why? It's because they understand this is what dogs do. All right, dogs sniff other dogs' butts, and it allows dogs to get to know each other. They can learn about another dog's identity, gender, health, mood, diet, whether they've met before. See, when you when you hear that, you think, don't when, when you hear that, don't you think media platforms and how they track your behavior? That, that's not so weird, huh? It's not so weird now, right? Media platforms track your Facebook, your IG, your Twitter likes, and Google searches to generate a general idea of what your interests are. Dogs have to sniff each other's butts to figure out all that information. Now that I think about it, it's kind of the same difference. But that's not the point. The point is, those owners in Stanley County, North Carolina, who dropped their dog off for being gay are getting donkier today simply because you didn't drop your dog off for being gay. You dropped your dog off for being a dog. All right? That's what dogs do. They hump other dogs, even male dogs out of dominance. They lick their own testicles. They lick the testicles of other dogs if there is some type of infection. And they sniff other dogs' butts, male or female. So what's the issue here? Dogs shall be dogs, okay? The moral of this story is every dog has its gay. Please give the owners in North Carolina who abandoned Fesco the dog for thinking he was gay the biggest he are. What are we doing? What are we doing, America? Come on. Dogs can't even be dogs now. Nope. Huh? <sighs> Poor dog. Find the animal shelter name. You about to get a new dog? Mm-hmm. Get you a new dog. All right. Well, then you think Gucci called your other dog a punk ass dog? Wait till you, wait till you go <laughs> get Fesco. Go, go, go get it. <laughs> go get it. Oh, all right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes. You want to open up the phone lines? Talk to the people about this. This is hey. this is very much common, and I didn't know. I didn't know until I was you know doing my research this morning. By research, I mean googling. This isn't even the first time that people have dropped their dogs off at animal shelters thinking their dogs were gay, and I am so confused. Buy this. Okay. Well, let's open the phone lines. Let's talk to the yes. people. 800-585-1051. What is the question? What are we asking people this morning? Do you have a gay dog? I don't even think that's possible. Have you ever thought your dog was gay? This is. I didn't know this was so common. It's not even anything I thought about. My dog is fluid. <laughs> that, but no, that's what I would think dogs are because they do it to male or female. This isn't just behaviors regulated not to Not even that, but to males. inanimate object, objects. Too. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, pillows. Sofas, legs. Let's discuss. All I right. need to know. My furry slipper. My dog loves my furry slipper. I need to know. Have, is, this, is this something you ever even thought about? Are you just realized dogs are dogs? All right. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Mm. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the data. Who, Charlemagne? There are these uh, former pet owners in Stanley County, North Carolina, who decided they dumped their dog off at a local shelter because they said their dog was gay. The reason they thought their dog was gay because their dog humped another male dog. Now, if you know anything about dogs, you know that male dogs hump other male dogs out of dominance. Male dogs also do things like lick their own testicles and they'll lick the testicles of another dog too if that dog has some injuries or some infections, you know? And they sniff other male dogs' butts 
That's what dogs do. <laughs> okay, they're dogs. I, I agree. I, but I mean, the fact that he dropped the dog off at the AS, whatever the, the, the pound is wow. This isn't rare. I've I've seen this. Like really? I, I I mean, when I did research this morning, there's been quite a few cases of pet owners dropping their dogs off at animal shelters thinking their dogs are gay. These got to be first-time dog owners who don't understand dogs. All right, well, 800-585-1051. We're asking, I guess, have you had a gay dog before? Yee, what about you? I love my dog no matter what her preference is, but um, she humps everything. I've never really seen her hump another dog, though. I really see her uh, hump a lot of objects. That's it. And by the way, dogs do this whether they got privates or not. You can cut a dog's penis off, right. and it'll still hump on things. It'll still sniff butts. It'll still lick in that area. My dog is faded, and she... Um, Definitely was doing a lot of humping uh, just recently. I have video of it, actually. It's just so. a playful gesture that dogs do. They're dogs. She was getting it in, and then she was exhausted. Hello, who's this? Hey, y'all. What's <laughs> up, Envy? Hey, Yee. What's up, Char? Hey, Trav. Trav, we said, have you ever had a gay dog? Not, are you a gay dog? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. This is a teaching moment, because I've definitely dropped off a gay homeless dog at the shelter before. His name was Dre. Why would you do that? Because he was a DL homeless dog. He was cheating on me. What are you talking Wait, about? How this is, is the dog This is not a metaphor, Trav. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, talking, about we're talking about actual animals, animals. canines. Yeah, I'm talking about this gay homeless dog. Uh -oh. <laughs> okay. All right. He's calling a guy a dog. Have a good day, Trav. <laughs> He's so Jesus stupid. Christ, He was Trav. triggered. Goodness. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yeah, this Arkansas rapper Kelly Jackson. What's going on? What's up? Man, you said that fast. All I caught was Arkansas. What's going on, bro? Uh, not much, man. In this traffic drive with no license, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get to the money. Okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you. Just driving with no license. Do what you got to do. That's all right. All right. Now, uh, have you ever thought your dog was gay, sir? For one, I ain't never had no dog. I'm scared of dogs. I got bit in the butt by a dog when I was like six one time. Okay, so okay. Was it a male okay. dog? But... At the same time, what makes a dog gay? Because, it, you know what I'm saying, a pit bull, if a pit bull bark like, ah, ah, do that make it gay? If it's meow, do that make it gay? Like, if Wait, can you like do that? Like what? Yeah, can you do that again? It don't make sense. If he barks like don't what? Make, it don't make sense. Like, if a dog, ah, ah, but it's a big dog, you know what I'm saying? No, no, what makes a dog gay? I agree like, with you. Dogs are dogs. Dogs so. exhibit what? behaviors Thank that, you, you know, they, they sniff each other's butts, they lick each other's testicles, you know, they hump each other, male on male. Like, that's not gay. That's just a dog being a dog. Okay. Hello, who's this? This is Victoria. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Victoria. Good morning. So, um, I was calling away in this morning about if you feel like your dog is gay or not. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So, we had a shit zoo years ago, and he literally, if he didn't have anybody, any other dog to hump, he would hump stuffed animals. He hump our legs. Uh -huh. He hump our kids' legs. Anything. It didn't matter. I think if dogs don't have that, if they don't have anything to satisfy their urges, they're just going to hump whatever's close to them. Right. I don't think that makes them gay. Yeah, humping, humping is just a playful gesture that, that dogs do. It's just, and it's probably because they just don't know it's not right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like yes. well, maybe it is right for them. Yeah, it's their nature. I guess. Yeah, it's their nature. Yeah. All right. Well, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're asking: uh, Have you ever owned a dog that you thought was gay? Now, this came from Charlemagne giving donkey the data. Who Charlemagne? Uh, these pet owners in North Carolina who decided they dropped their dog off at a shelter because they thought their dog was gay. All right. We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. 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 I know it
Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about uh, have you ever owned a dog that you thought was gay? Now, this came from Charlamagne's donkey today. Which makes no sense. Uh, Stanley County, North Carolina, a, a, a couple of dog owners there decided to dump their dog off at a local shelter, a dog named Fesco, because they thought their dog was gay. The reason they thought their dog was gay was because their dog humped another male dog, which is what dogs do. They hump other male dogs as a sign of dominance. Okay, that's what that's dog behavior. And I give my dog her space when she does that. I just let her do her thing. I back up. That's right. You know, turn my head. And you need to because they skeet off sometime too. No, she doesn't. They do. Oh, she's a woman though. That's why. The male dog, the male dog will hump a chair and skeet off. But randomly, she licks the floor after. I'm like, but there's nothing there. She does it, and then she starts licking every on the floor. You know, sometimes they, they follow what their, their owners do. And, but anyway, hello, who's this? What are you trying to say about ye? That sounds like an HR violation to me. Why would you say that? It's her boyfriend. You think, I, boyfriend you think I lick the floor? Wow. <laughs> hello, who's this? Hello, good morning. It's Lakel from Houston. Good, good morning, morning, everyone. We're talking about, have you ever owned a dog that you thought was gay? Yes, I was. I was thinking about that and I heard the subject I was like wow this is crazy because we went through this before a couple of years back I was in a lesbian relationship and I had a pair of pit bulls and they took on the personalities of me and my partner <laughs> so I had one that was real pretty and had a more of a femme uh, I guess you would say personality as me and then the other one was real stocky and had more of a dominant personality uh, real stocky walked around the house like she owned everything and and they just really had our personality. So we really knew that we had a pair of lesbian pits. It was really, really funny. <laughs> All right. Damn. Okay. Well, well thank you. <laughs> you know, sometimes dogs do end up looking like their owners, too. Hello, who's versa. this? Hi, this is Tanya. Calling from Richmond, Texas. Hey, good morning. Have you ever owned a dog that you thought was gay? I didn't think he was gay, but he used to hump everything. <laughs> well, he just was horny. Just wanted the air, the mat, his bed, his toys, our legs. And then my nephew would go, oh, my God, Tyson's being nasty. That's what dogs do, though. It's just a common exactly. play gesture. Male and female dogs do it. Don't matter if they knew to the spaded, they hump things. Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, no, I don't think dogs are gay. I just think This is wild. I'm not gonna lie. I w- I gotta meet these owners in Stanley County, North Carolina. We might be digging too deep in this until we see them, and then they ain't got no teeth. And you know, what I mean, we get it. You know what I mean? It, it, it sounds like a couple of hillbillies who don't got no goddamn sense. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is every dog has this gay. Okay, that's just what dogs do. They sniff each other's butts. They lick each other's testicles. They hump any and everything. Male dogs hump other male dogs as a sign of dominance. Every dog has its gay. If that's what y'all want to call gay nowadays, fine. Okay, I just call it being a dog. All right. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, and let's talk about Lotto and what she had to say about the difficulties working on her album. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. 
Well, Lada was on Big Boy, and she was talking about some of the struggles that she has faced as a woman in the rap game. She's getting ready to release her 777 project. And she talked about an unnamed artist who refused to clear the verse simply because she didn't return their DM. I'm clearing my album right now, and it's been, like, difficult to deal with these men. You know what I'm saying? They, right. they don't know how to keep it business, and then they want to, like... What do you mean by that? It's a feature on my album um, that it was, like, it was difficult to clear, and they, like, trying to drop their n***s on me because I won't respond to a, a DM. Wow. Yeah. Really? Is yeah. it a... Mm-mm. And without saying the name, huh. but is it artist or producer or somebody... Artist. Pu- oh, wow. Artist, yeah. And they'll still be on the album? Yeah, just because I love the song so much and I had to turn it in yesterday, so I didn't really have a choice. So I was, like, back into a corner like bully. Damn, I'm sorry that she had to go through that. But if you're the guy now, now you don't want to be on now, right? Uh, you should apologize. I'm for sure, but if you you, you also don't want to be on the album at this point, right? Because you're like everybody going. Well, that's your come fault. at you for you that. Do something. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the track listing is out. What what artists on the album? See, exactly. I'm just curious. Now you want to be Mr. Detective. No, well, why? Curious. Well, why you uh, search that? She was on Twitter and she said, "I'm sad. I'm going through a lot with this album. I hope I'm able to share with y'all what really goes on. I feel like I've been stripped of my excitement. People have taken big moments away from me, and it's effed up. It's hard to celebrate my first tour and new album right now. So definitely sorry that she's had to go through that. But uh, she talks about a lot of different things. She also talks about her love life in this interview. When I do get home to my man, I'm like I'm tired. Like I don't even have the energy sometimes, like to even just carry a conversation. What so was it's like? What was it about him that made you go? I want him to be my boyfriend. Um, his aura, like um, he just a stand up man. Mm-hmm. Like I like a real traditional old school man. Like that's real. What she said though, when you find somebody that understands that silence don't mean nothing other than I'm tired. Oh, when y'all could just be silent around each other and y'all don't have to talk to each other just because y'all both understand the assignment of sleep. Woo, that's amazing. All right, now let's talk about the first ever Marvel comic book. And there was an online auction and Thursday night, the buyer's name has not been disclosed. They said he's an extremely passionate comic book collector and investor who also collects other items. Mm-hmm. But this comic book sold Thursday night. You know how much? How much? $2.4 million. $2.4 million. You bought it? No, uh-huh. but I saw that story. Said it pretty fast. I'm a comic book guy. Now it says this very well-preserved pay copy is especially sought after. It bears the publisher's handwritten notes recording how much the multiple writers and artists were paid. And like, for example, uh, the artist who did the drawing for the cover of the book made $25 doing that. But Yikes. this was published in 1939. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was not recent. 2.4 is a lot. I, I thought I, for some reason I would think it would be a little bit more, but I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, now Jada is uh, clearing the air about a rumored relationship or like text message conversation. Now, what's Jada now? Kiss with Bow Wow. Now, Jada is Little Baby's Mm. girlfriend, off and on. So it looks like they broke up. She had posted, everything comes to an end. Never force it. Be happy. I'm finally standing up. And then she said, I'm for real, y'all LMFAO. We going to talk about it. Y'all will see. And she said, I'm willing to X anybody out for my happiness and peace. And then she said, I post my own tea so I can clown myself before I get clowned. Because it's cold out here. I don't know how this going to go. And so she said all of those things. Now, little baby posted a meme and said, when an MF think they can play with me. And then she said, think they can play with you, LMFAO. You played with me for six years straight. I text the N-word back. Now your chest hurt. Bye. Then there was a rumor 
that she was texting Bow Wow back. I don't know where this rumor came from, but here's what she had to say. No shade to Bow Wow, but where are y'all getting that from? It's not giving that. So she's letting y'all know she don't know where that came from. And it's not a text message back to Bow Wow. All right, now Soulja Boy is expecting a boy, so congratulations to him. He had actually posted, I have everything I want in life except for a son. God, please bless me. I've been patient. And then he did have a gender reveal, and he was super excited when he posted the video from it, and he said, it's a boy. So you can see he's running around excited and embracing and kissing uh, the soon-to-be mother of his child. All right, now Burner is fortunately cancer-free. He went on his social media page. And he said, the fight is nowhere near over. It's a lifelong battle. But currently, after my last test, I'm cancer-free at the moment, and it feels great. If you guys recall, when he was on The Breakfast Club, here's what he had to say. And are you cancer-free now? Yeah and no. Okay. So they removed um, about a foot and a half from the colon, and they removed some lymph nodes around it. And uh, I thought it was in the clear. I thought it was good. And they said everything. They did the biopsy. Everything came back negative for cancer, but because it was a late stage two almost a stage three and they said they did some like research on the blood floating around they might feel like it might try to find another home so they're recommending right when i get back to the to the west coast chemo for like three to six months which is like a my biggest nightmare but i feel like man i'm so blessed to have found it thank god and he posted chemo was tough I'm glad I did it and feel positive about my future. More greens, more life, and less stress moving forward. I do want all my followers to stay vigilant about your bodies. I talked with my oncologist yesterday, and the rising cases for the black and brown community in colon cancer is extremely high, especially for people in their 30s, and that is scary as hell. If I didn't address and find this when I did, I would have been dead in six months to a year. All right, definitely sending a burning healing energy. And he went and got checked when he was in his 30s? Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Because, you know, now they tell you that the age used to be 50. Now they're saying it's 45. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if you got a history of it in your family, you should go ASAP, I guess. Yep. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here, and the General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years. So if you want quality insurance for less, take a closer look at the General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are the Breakfast Club. Let me shout out to everybody out in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta over the weekend. Uh... Uh, Logan had a, a 707 football tournament. So shout out to, uh, I love when I go to Atlanta. I get to eat so well. Shout out to uh, BQE restaurant I love. Shout out to Hyde. And shout out to uh, Bar Vegan. So I went to uh, all those restaurants Ooh, and got some great I love food Bar while Vegan. I was out there. That had is a good my, time while I was out there. That is my spot. And you know, today we are talking about resetting your body. And Queen Afua is going to be with us at Juices for Life in Brooklyn. So we'll be streaming that live too. So in case you can't make it in person, uh, she will will be able to let you guys see that Erica Ford will be there. It's going to be an amazing event from 5 to 8 tonight at uh, Juices for Life. But you'll be able to also watch it on the stream and learn about detoxing and the benefits of that and eating better and more healthy. As we've just been talking about this just a lot lately. All right. And shout out to Jabari Banks for joining us. You know, he plays Will Smith in Bel Air. So shout out to him for stopping through. That's right. And he has to understand that he does not have to be the Fresh Prince everywhere that he goes. Okay. Fresh Prince was... A great rapper. 
from what we saw this morning, Jabari Banks, not so much. But a phenomenal actor. Uh, so check out Bel Air on Peacock. All eight episodes are available right now for your viewing pleasure. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, it's time to get up out of here. You got a positive note? I do, man. Uh, I just want to tell y'all it's Monday. So set the tone for your week with a healthy meal, uh, a great workout, and God's word. Remember, goals are met with consistent daily choices. You've got this. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?